Hello, this is Aban from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 31st of December. Former Jammu and Kashmir Chief Minister and PDP Chief Mehbooba Mufti has written to Chief Justice of India D.Y. Chandrachud to seek his intervention to restore the fundamental rights in the erstwhile state, which, she said, have been suspended arbitrarily since 2019. Talking about alleged denial of passports, decline in freedom of the press, alleged misuse of government agencies and draconian laws, and jailing of youngsters in allegedly false cases, Mufti said she was writing with a deep sense of concern and worry about the prevailing situation. However, she said that the experience with the judiciary has not inspired much confidence. She said, and I quote, Your recent observations on the inability of lower judiciary to grant bail in ordinary cases in a functioning democracy as ours should have been adopted as a directive rather than just being consigned to a single column story churned out in newspapers. The fundamental rights enshrined in the Indian constitution and guaranteed to all Indian citizens are being brazenly impinged upon. She said that as far as JNK is concerned, the grip of the government of India's iron-fisted policy is being justified in the name of national security and interest. Since 2019, the fundamental rights of every resident of JNK have been suspended arbitrarily and the constitutional guarantees given at the time of JNK's accession were suddenly and unconstitutionally abrogated, she said. The Congress and JDS in Karnataka have hit out at Union Home Minister Amit Shah a day after he called the two parties as communal, casteist and criminal at a rally in Karnataka's Mandya ahead of the upcoming assembly elections. On Friday, Shah had said that when the Congress came to power, it transformed the state as an ATM for Delhi, and when JDS comes to power, it will become an ATM of a family. On Saturday, the JDS tweeted that not just Karnataka, the whole of India has become the BJP's ATM. It said the BJP, which came to power after toppling the Congress-JDS government, was buying MLAs with commissions. BJP means a national team of ATMs, it said. The Karnataka Congress said the Narendra Modi-Amit Shah combine is now only eager to visit the state due to the elections. The party also pointed out that the BJP was unable to resolve the Maharashtra-Karnataka border dispute. Meanwhile, NDTV reported that Shah has cleared the anticipated Karnataka cabinet expansion to accommodate disgruntled BJP MLAs such as K.S. Ishwarappa and Ramesh Jarkiholi ahead of the assembly polls. According to NDTV, Shah also met booth-level workers in Karnataka to discuss preparations for the elections. A day before the election commission's freeze on redrawing administrative units ahead of a delimitation exercise, the Himanta Biswa Sarma government in Assam on Saturday decided to merge four districts with four others and revise the administrative jurisdiction of certain villages. Addressing the media in Delhi, Assam Chief Minister Sarma said the decisions have been taken considering the interests of Assam, its society and administrative exigencies. Calling the move temporary, he did not disclose a particular reason behind it. He said, and I quote, While Biswanath district will be merged with Sonitpur, Hojai will be merged with Nagao, Bajali will be merged with Barpeta, and Tamulpur will be merged with Baksa, unquote. Sarma said state ministers will soon visit these districts to explain the reasons behind the move, which he said can't be disclosed publicly. The Election Commission earlier this week said that it initiated the delimitation of assembly and parliamentary constituencies in Assam and will use the 2001 census figures for the readjustment of seats. 
Listeners, as 2022 draws to a close, it's time to unwind and look back at the most significant events that dominated the news cycle. From the media industry to politics and from films to cricket, we have a series of year-enders wrapping up the year that was. You can find them all on the News Laundry website under the section 2022 in review. We have been able to bring you such reportage and analysis only because you have got our back. So subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only Rs 300 a month. Just like 2020 and 2021, the Indian Premier League remained the most searched term on Google this year, according to Google Trends analyzed by The Hindu. Four of the top 10 search topics across the globe were linked to cricket, according to the report. Besides IPL, other sports events such as the FIFA World Cup, the Asia Cup, Commonwealth Games and the Indian Super League were also part of the top 10 searched items in India according to the report. The films Brahmastra Part 1, Shiva and KGF Chapter 2 were the other two terms most searched in India. According to the report, former BJP spokesperson Nupur Sharma, President Draupadi Murmu and UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak were the most searched personalities, besides Lalit Modi and Sushmita Sen. Under the What Is category, the Agnipath Scheme, NATO and NFT were the top search queries. In the How To section, the vaccination certificate and professional tax enrollment certificates were the top searches, according to the report. Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar on Saturday clarified that he had no problems with the Congress, his ally in the state, pushing for Rahul Gandhi as the prime ministerial candidate for the 2024 Lok Sabha polls. Addressing the media in Patna, the JDU leader said he was not a claimant for the top post. However, he reiterated his commitment to uniting parties opposed to the BJP, with which he had snapped ties months ago. Former Madhya Pradesh Chief Minister and Congress leader Kamal Nath had recently said that Rahul Gandhi will be the opposition's PM face in the 2024 Lok Sabha polls. Meanwhile, addressing the media in Delhi, Rahul Gandhi said he considers the BJP as his guru, and the more the party attacks him, the better it is for the Congress to understand the party's ideology. Talking about the Bharat Jodo Yatra, which has been paused for nine days, he said it has been a success so far and that each opposition leader is supporting the Congress in the Yatra. Former Pope Benedict XVI has died at his Vatican residence, aged 95, almost a decade after he resigned because of health reasons. He led the Catholic Church for less than eight years until, in 2013, he became the first Pope to resign since Gregory XIII in 1415. He lived in the Martyr Ecclesia Monastery in the Vatican, where he had lived since his resignation, a spokesman for the Holy See said. Earlier this week, Pope Francis had said that his predecessor was very sick and had asked for people to pray for him. Conservatives in the church have looked to the former Pope as their standard bearer, and some ultra-traditionalists even refused to acknowledge Francis as a legitimate pontiff. They criticized Francis for his more welcoming approach to members of the LGBTQ community and to Catholics who divorced and remarried outside the church. The Vatican said that the body of the Pope Emeritus will be placed in St. Peter's Basilica from 2nd January for the greeting of the faithful. Pope Francis will lead the funeral on 5th January in St. Peter's Square in Rome, a spokesperson said. Barbara Walters, America's first woman television news anchor, has died at the age of 93 after a career spanning half a century. She had joined ABC News in 1976 and won 12 Emmy Awards during her career. Born in Boston at the start of the Great Depression in 1929, she had interviewed every U.S. president from Richard Nixon to Donald Trump. 
She rose through the ranks of a male-dominated industry to make history in 1974 by becoming the first female co-host of a US news program on NBC's Morning Time Today show. She retired from a 52-year career in 2014 with the last appearance on her daytime show The View. She was joined on the program by Hillary Clinton and the media mogul Oprah Winfrey, both frequent Walters interview subjects. Journalist Dan Rather said that journalism has lost a pillar of professionalism, courage, and integrity. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from and a happy new year. See you on Monday. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.